something else to ask you. I ask for you to pray for this great nation. The hideouts. We did not authorize assassination squads. We did not authorize the resurrection of COINTELPRO. We did not authorize the repeal of the Bill of Rights. We did not authorize the revocation of the Constitution. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our cities. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We did not authorize. 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 We did Again, old habits are hard to break. Welcome to Wednesday night. Your, your weekend brothers are with you during the weeknight. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. At least if we started calling it the Q. Yeah, Lansing's Rock Station. Uh, I'm sure, you know, at some point we'll break into those old crutches. It'll yeah. happen. But uh, otherwise, until then, we are here. We are here for you. We're here until 1 o'clock. Live programming. Uh, yeah. We're inside a nonstop rock block. Yes, here for you, 40 minutes of nonstop talk on 106.7 WJFK. Again, that's uh, Dubs, IML Hefe. Phone numbers tonight, J-Dubs. 866-277-4969, or you can hit us up on the AWOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. That is JFK Hideout. JFK Hideout. Uh, you can also email us at jfkhideout at AOL. Dot com. Uh, a bunch of stuff on tap for you this evening. Uh, and also, as we look through the week, Dubs, uh, yeah. again, we've been teasing Friday's game, My Mama Did It, and we will uh, we'll have that for you, uh, a fun Mother's Day tribute from the hideout. And I guess whenever we do that, we should also recap what last year's was as well. Um, in addition to that, uh, coming up later on tonight, I guess who we've already spoken with, but it was so much fun the first time. I want to bring her back in because they're now finally starting to get going over at womenagainstbush.org. They got a good push going over there, and uh, I've you know seen the the shirts out and down. I've seen you know they're they're them getting their word out, and I've no started here in the hideout. Exactly, and I know people who have actually begun to join. Uh, I know Bateman has a friend who joined womenagainstbush.org. I, I thought for sure you were going to say Bateman joined, and I was going to say no way. Well, I want to say this. I think he should. But we'll cover that whenever we talk to Karen. Again, womenagainstbush.org. Another thing that we have coming up in the hideout as well is what we're going to call the Wednesday Sports Wrap-Up with our buddy Shafee from Detroit. Because I saw something on the Drudge Report today, and there is no bigger fan of baseball other than me, then probably Shafee, our, our friend who we used to do the skank shift with. And I think it's perfect that you bring Shafee in to talk baseball with you because I'm going to be sitting back. I don't give a damn. Actually, I think this is something you will give a damn about. Well, as long as I don't have to know any uh, players or stats, I'm fine. This is more about the purity of the game because Major League Baseball has struck a deal with um, Spider-Man 2. To put webs, like to like the drawing of the webs or whatever that is, on the bases, on home plate, and on the pitching rubber 
during Major League Baseball games. I don't want to get too far into it, but baseball is, a, is at a point right now where it has to put itself on an auction block. All right, well, it has to make money, but we are going to get into it right now. We'll get into it at 1230 with Shafee. We'll talk about it a little bit later on in the night, but for those of you that are baseball purists, this has to enrage you. And uh, we'll have somebody on the phone with us that I'm sure it will upset. So that's just a little bit of the stuff that we have coming up for you tonight. In addition to we have the Slurpees for a year from 7-Eleven. The new Slurpee flavor is Sierra Mist. we got to start giving these things away, actually. Yeah, we've so, been kind of... And uh, you know what? Tonight we'll do a thing, quality callers. Uh, if you have something that you want to you know, chime in on, I'm always one of the kind of people that I like people who do who contribute positive stuff to the show. Anytime during the show, 866-277-4969. So that's one of the things at random that we will hit you up with. In the meantime, Dubs, I, uh, I've been listening all day to the radio, mm-hmm. and I've heard a number of people talk about Cinco de Mayo. I don't want to get too racial. I've heard a number of white people talk about Cinco de Mayo. One thing that pisses me off about minorities... They're so territorial. Even if people are trying to, you know, uplift spirits and have a little Cinco de Mayo party, who cares? Let them. Uh, here's my thing, okay? Coming, coming to you as a Chicano, coming to you as a Mexican-American. <laughs> the worst one I've ever met. But I am still a Mexican-American. I look around like we had the WJFK party today. The WJFK Cinco de Mayo party, which is basically, basically an excuse to to make a couple of clients happy. And they're great clients. Corona, outstanding client. Chipotle, they've been a sponsor of the show. Beautiful. I mean, hell, I go there almost every other day for burritos. I, I dig both of them, yes, because you swiped a whole bunch of uh, free burritos. Even before that, me and my chick always went to Chipotle to get burritos. But here's my thing. Why can't we celebrate Latino culture all the time? Why do we have to specifically do it only on one day? Why why has Cinco de Mayo turned into St. Patty's Day, but instead of dressing up and drinking green beer, we're drinking Corona? You know what you are. You're only a Mexican when it's convenient to be a Mexican. The rest of the time, you might as well be white. Because in white man's America, you're not comfortable with me being Mexican all the time. No, you are not Mexican anymore. Once you ha- you have the uh, you don't have the ability to speak Spanish anymore. Period. You cease to be Mexican. Now, this is what's funny, too. So I went home. I went home on vacation. I went home for about nine, ten days. Went back to Texas. Saw my huelitas and huelitos. Those are grandparents. Gringo. It's the Jefe and Gringo show on 106.7 WJFK. So I go home, and I felt so bad because I'm sitting there with my grandparents, and they're talking Spanish, and I don't have a clue. I mean, it's like I'm watching Telemundo, except that isn't all the hot chicks running around. It's I love Telemundo. It's just my little old grandma. And then she she's waiting for a response, and I'm like, see, you know, it's real sad. And then i got to look to one of my cousins to try to translate, or my grandfather who's old and Parkinson's and getting him to try to translate. And you feel like a real douche. And you know what? Have you ever seen the movie Selena? No. Uh, probably not, and I don't know why I would ask you. But there, I should have gotten it for tonight. There's a great clip in the movie Selena starring Jennifer Lopez where he's like, being Mexican-American is tough. Because you can't please the white people. The, 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 the American food is too bland. You can't please the Mexicans. And the Mexican food is too spicy. You're caught in the middle. You're, you're an enigma wrapped up in an enchilada. It's just really tough being a Latino and a Mexican-American. Anything wrapped up in an enchilada, I'm all about. Give me the movie. 
Send it over. Now, the one, the one thing I will give JFK credit for is not sending me out to sit at a Chipotle. Because I remember when I, I uh, when I first went when I when I first was uh, in radio, and we were in Michigan. It was a rock station, and, and it was this real hack uh, Mexican food restaurant called Chi-Chi's. And so it was Cinco de Mayo, and they were like, and I had been there seriously three days. I had been there three days, and they were like, let's send the Mexican kid out to go sit at Chi-Chi's and no. give away give away T-shirts. I don't mean to be racist, but I know those guys were, and I know the meeting they were probably having. Hey, let's send the spick out. I know that's what they were saying. I guarantee it. And it was one of those things, too, where we got to hire, let's hire this kid. I tell you what, we got this big promotion coming up at Chi-Chi's. Let's go ahead and hire this kid so that we can send him out there and we can keep the client happy. You know what? I've said it before. I'll say it again. It was always EOE for you. You know what? I guarantee whenever you look down the uh, all-access job section, you're just praying to see an EOE at the bottom. And by the way, don't think that I'm not still looking. <laughs> The hideout is for hire. Email us, jfkhideout at, uh, <laughs> at AOL.com. Use your AOL for broadband for that. Yeah, and also look up all the other great content like videos. Yeah. Mike, welcome into the hideout. How you doing, El Jefe? What's up, brother? I, I don't know why you even use that name, El Jefe. I mean, first of all, you would think that you would know if you're a Hispanic that you talk about, oh, we only get this one day that people recognize. I'm not Hispanic, Hispanic. I'm Latino. But, oh, oh, okay, now you're getting all turned now you, you, now, yeah. you, now you're using the white man's term in Hispanic. Do you know the difference? Do you call, do you call black people uh, the N-word? What? All right, that's oh, what I thought. Oh, don't even start with that. That's the N word. Come on, that was that was something that was developed by the U.S. government, you know, and to, to group people Hispanic. It's no way like like using the N word. All right, anything. All right, but I'm but I'm I am a pathetic Hispanic. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, you're pathetic Hispanic. You mentioned this was just one day of Hispanic. Is this my dad on the phone? That's I, what it sounds like. You're you just never even to the heard race. of Hispanic Heritage Month? Yes, of course, September. Right. Uh, well, for when does it start? It starts September 16th. All right. Well, he's got one thing right. Come on now. And, and you call your grandparents abuelita and abuelito? That's the, that's the way we do it. It's, all right, look, we're not going to do a Hey, give him, give him, uh, well, give him a Slurpee. Yeah, you know here. what? Uh, well, here, you should know that the term is abuela. I know, but all right. I do the, you know, you're pathetic. I do the slang you know, thing. Yes. And even though I'm pathetic, congratulations, you won a free Slurpee for a year courtesy of 7-Eleven. Thank you very much, El Jefe. <laughs> <laughs> and see what I'm I saying? Like him. You see what I'm saying, though? That's a, that's a Latino who's giving me all kinds of mess. Because I'm not Latino enough. You aren't. You're white. Why don't you just suck it up in a minute? And you know what? How dared you for celebrating Cinco de Mayo? I didn't. I, you have no right. I don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. What were you doing then? I, Why celebrate, were you out? I celebrate free stuff. I wasn't going around shaking everybody saying, hey, happy Cinco de Mayo, like all the other a-holes were. That is true. I don't care. It's not my holiday. I say you shouldn't even be... Like, you don't feel guilty about going and celebrating and eating the Mexican food and drinking the Corona? If I was eating the Mexican food of Mexican people who actually cared, yes, then I would. And but I, and it's I, by a bunch of white people who are handing out free food, and that doesn't happen that often around here. Now, let me say this, and I know this is going to sound really like I'm trying to shock jock, but I swear to you I'm not. Why is it the only way we can celebrate a Latino holiday is by eating the food? Could you imagine if we celebrated MLK Day with chicken and watermelon? Could you imagine? It, and that's what it is. That, I do. I'm not going to lie. Stop it. That's, Don't that's even. Not, so I roll. And I'm not trying to be a shock jack. I'm being serious coming to you from this angle. 
Could you imagine if it was, hey, it's MLK Day at JFK, and they I, put together a party, and it's and it's uh, fried shrimp and grape soda. You know what? I don't I don't want to sound racist, but I do do that because it's delicious food. But you please don't tell me you do it on MLK Day. If if I happen to be doing it, you know, I do it almost every day. All I'm saying is, why do we have to do it like that? I like a barbecue. Why is it in the American culture to exploit heritage? Look at St. Patty's Day. What is? I don't even know. What is St. Patty's Day? Do you know what a St. Patrick's Day is about? I was going to bring that up, too. I have no idea. It's just another drinking holiday, which Cinco de Mayo has become now. So is, is it St. Patty's Day has now been uh, cornered in the market as far as it goes with For like Irish pub. Guinness and stuff yeah. like that? And in the meantime, now it's the Corona. I'm sure uh, the great Mexican food restaurant over by my place, Mirancho. I'm sure you couldn't even get in there today. Oh, and I guarantee half of them weren't Mexican people. It's oh no, not at all. Great, it's great year round. Come on. All right, now this is a uh, this is another thing that I got going on about this. It upset me because you, as an employee of the station, was out there celebrating Cinco de Mayo, and all the white people standing around in a circle. It was. Where is El Jefe? How many how much time how many times my name get brought up out there? Did you ever you heard people every time you come out they're like hey Hefe do a little dance monkey muchos I don't even know what I say so here's Start what I out stuff like that so here's what I wanted to do I wanted to go out there to these people who were allegedly celebrating Cinco de Mayo and see if they knew some basic questions so Dubs you went out and you asked three basic questions. Of employees here at the station. Yeah. All right. First question, what does Cinco de Mayo commemorate? The second question is, well, actually, why don't you why don't you play this, and we'll let people go through. From All right. This first one is our sales manager, Julie Fullman. Oh, don't even get me started on her. Go ahead. Play this. What does Cinco de Mayo commemorate? The 5th of May. Look at the hair on that microphone. <laughs> the, the Mexicans beating the French. Very good. Who was the French leader that was defeated by the Mexicans? I have no idea. Just take a guess. Jacques Chirac. What? He's there right he now. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> what is Mexico's official Independence Day? May 5th? Yes. Very good. <laughs> all right, so now, Dubs, this is what's even weirder. You're going around telling all the white people, congratulations, you got it correct. They're right by my standards because, you know what, I would probably get the same ones wrong. I'm not going to lie. And let me tell you something about Julie. I'm walking through the room, and she is all of a sudden, she she goes under her breath, I wish the French had won. <laughs> She's standing with, and I swear she didn't mean for me to hear it. Because her and Chandel start laughing. I turned around and gave her the nastiest look, and I was like, you can't. You cannot be serious. Because she was made to be a fool on the Don and Mike show, and Don and Mike were asking her, I wish the French had won. I could sue. I'm not going to sue. I love Julie, actually. Who else did you talk to out there? Uh, I believe this next one is Sean Dell, another salesman. The, the lady who laughed at the uh, at the French joke. I did, too. What does Cinco de Mayo commemorate? Iquero Taco Bell. Correct. What? Who was the French leader that was defeated by the Mexicans? Yeah, like, what's that name? Juanita. Juanita. That was in Mexico. In the fighting of the Alamo. I'm not really sure. What? All right. What's the Mexico's official Independence Day? Very good. I can't believe I work here. I can't believe this is a place I actually work, and I have to see these people every day, and they mock my heritage. And by the way, on the AOL for broadband instant messenger, 
Matt Albert, Cinco de Mayo does not commemorate the low tide at the Rio Grande. That is not what we are celebrating today. Although I'm sure that's an answer given somewhere as we talk to the WJFK employees. Hey, they're trying their best. Give me another one. Who else? The next one is Beth. By the way, I just want to say Shondell's very hot. Yes, she is. And so is Beth. Go All ahead. Right. What does Cinco de Mayo commemorate? Mexico's independence from France. Very good. Nice. Who's the French leader that was defeated by the Mexicans? Napoleon. No. Yeah? Yeah? Oh, good. Mm. <laughs> Isolate What is Mexico's official independence day? Official independence day. Um, May 15th. Very good. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody's right. Everybody. Everybody's, it's, it's like, you know, the uh, the little uh, plastic ducks at the fair. Everybody's a winner. You pull it over, hey, you got a blue. You get a picture of Joey McIntyre. It's like when you're playing uh, pin the tail on the donkey in the uh, red carpet room near the boiler room. Yeah. <laughs> you just move the donkey right in front of the kid. With all the special kids. And then you take it off and you're like, congratulations, you're a winner. Guess who gets candy? And it's going to end up in your hair later on. <laughs> all right. All right, now disgusted with this. We only got one more left. Who'd you talk to? General Manager Alan Linewine. President and General Manager of WJFK, Alan Linewine. One of the key people uh, integral in the process of hiring me and getting the hideout on full time. I would assume he would do some homework on his up-and-coming star and his background. Let's see what Alan had to say. What is Cinco de Mayo commemorating? Uh, the 5th of May. What? What happened? Uh, the Mexicans stormed uh, Fort McHenry. What? Very good. Who was the French leader that was defeated by the Mexicans? The French leader? Yeah. Uh, Marcel Marcel. Very good. What is Mexico's official Independence Day? Uh, that would be the 4th of May. Very good. All right. Now I'm just so disappointed. I can't even work here anymore. Why? Again, J- again JFK hideout at AOL.com. We're looking to move. You know what? Alan is allowed to make this, those kind of mistakes. Cute girls are allowed to make those kind of mistakes. And Alan is the type of guy who can go to the bar and get free drinks. <laughs> yeah, the cute girls always get away with stuff. He's a bimbo. Oh, my God. All right, so the correct answers were Cinco de Mayo commemorates the Mexican victory over the French at the Battle of Puebla in May fifth, 1862. The French leader was Napoleon, and uh, Mexico's official Independence Day is September 16th, and the actual Latino heritage uh, month runs, and I always found this odd, too, it runs the 16th of September all the way through, the like, October 15th. So it's like a 15 and 15 kind of thing where it's not an actual month. 866-277-4969. All right, here we go. Uh, Jory, welcome into the hideout. Oh, John, I'm sorry, John. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo stands for the first day the Mexicans dug a tunnel underneath the border. Oh, so now you're going to go with that, huh? That that was your funny joke. That's what that's what possessed you to call 866-277-4969. That was the joke that was going to go over. Well, you got you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, congratulations. You've won uh you won a Slurpee. In fact, for an entire year from 7-Eleven. Sierra Mist, the new refreshing flavor. Appreciate it. Hold on. we got to get rid of these things. can't believe I gave him something. Hey, doesn't it come in a Shrek cup? Yeah, it comes in a Shrek cup. Hey, Slurpees for a year, only from 7-Eleven. 
and the hideout. All right, let me get caught up here on the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. People are saying that I could sue for racial discrimination. I'd win about $5 billion. Yeah, right. But as we learned last night, I'd probably spend it all. Dubs would probably say on burritos and following around no. Menudo. Oh, <laughs> Menudo, yes. I would I'd be with you. I'd be right by your side, me and you. Menudo uh, groupies. Now, by the way, if you play back those tapes, you sound drunk. Boy. I mean, you sound absolutely hammered. Let's, let's play it back. <laughs> Give me, oh. I think the first one. Yeah. The one with Roger you and... Cinco de Mayo commemorate. The 5th of May. Look at the hair on that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexicans beat the French. Was that Chandel? Yeah. Mexicans beating the French. Very good. No, hold on. Oh. Stop it and start it again. I thought I heard her say... She did. All right, say, play that again. Listen real closely. All right, I'm going to turn it up a little bit, so... Okay. Yeah. What does Cinco de Mayo commemorate? The 5th of May. Look at the hair on that microphone. <laughs> Look at the hair on that microphone. And I'll tell you what, it was your hair. Oh, I'm sure it is. In fact, that gets that happens all the time. Where I'm talking into a mic and I've got the big long goatee and the hairs just get stuck into what we're called it's what are like, called mic condoms. It's like almost like Velcro on Velcro. And it just kinda yanks a few out on you. Mm-hmm. Now did she say that was sexy? No. No, she's very, very off off put by it. Oh really? Yeah. God damn. Can you imagine when I had the dreads too and just sh- sh- uh, shedding everywhere? Uh, Jason, welcome into the hideout. Hey, first of all, guys, love the show. Absolutely love it. I'm glad to hear you guys on the during the week. Love to hear it. Thank you, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, Irish American, and we get one day, St. Patrick's Day, uh-huh. and we're ecstatic and we love it. We love to hear it. So stop crying, dude. Yeah. You got a day and a month. Uh, now, hold, you know, here's the thing. How many of you, first of all, two prongs. All right. How many people actually celebrate the month? And secondly, as a as a um, Irish person, you don't feel a little bit exploited on St. Patty's Day? No, dude. I mean, please, we all love green beer. Uh, but it's like, you know, just be happy that you have what you have. Yeah. And the fact that you, you know, don't, uh, you don't have to climb, climb the wall every day. All right. Now, that's what it is. That's what everybody's no, going to no, get their just, jab in. It's not a jab. He's just saying, be thankful you're in America. And if, a- if everybody else wants to celebrate your holiday with you, allow them to. Am I coming across as whiny? Yes, as usual. I'm sorry that my people have been oppressed for all these years. <laughs> it's just, it's, I'm, I'm letting you You have nothing on black people or Jewish people. One so segment. I don't even. You have nothing on them. Carlos, welcome to the hideout. How dare you? Hey, how's it going, Hefe? What's up, brother? Hey, I'm telling you, Cinco de Mayo is so annoying to me. Like, I'm Mexican heritage, too, and I have every damn person saying, hey, so how's your day? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It is so annoying. And they only acknowledge you on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's, exactly, it's like man. you're king that day. Well, yeah. a lot, take advantage of the king for a day. Hey, you got any uh, Slurpee flashbacks? Do what? He wants a Slurpee. Oh, um... Yeah, yeah, brother. Here you go. Congratulations. You get a Slurpee. Uh, Slurpee's for a year, courtesy of 7-Eleven. Sierra Mist, the new flavor. Shrek 2 is the uh, the movie and the cups that you can get in. Congratulations, Carlos. Congratulations, Donkey. <laughs> My Mexican friend. Now, don't go off being doing the stereotype just because Dubs wanted you to. Hold on, all right, brother? No, I'm, I'm, I was doing my Shrek impression. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Oh, Donkey. That was a good movie. I liked it. I liked it, but I know the second one's going to blow. Except the cups look great at 7-Eleven. 
<laughs> Duke of Clubs. I'm an adult, that's why. You're on 106.7 WJFK in the hideout. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. How about the Polish guys like myself? Mm-hmm. Yakshi Mush. You know, we don't get anything. Yeah. How many Polish Americans are there in the world? Um, now, when yeah. you guys get sausages, though. I mean, you guys are big up at, like, Green Bay and stuff. All right. God damn you. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. <laughs> it took me a few minutes to get it, too. That was funny, though. I'll give you that. That was a funny joke. And how is it I fall for that same joke every single time? I'm, and it may, even, it may even be the same cat <laughs> who calls up with the in the can, the in the can bit. Oh, man. But I do have to say... The one positive thing about this is that this is the day where Mexicans can finally actually feel better than Cubans and Puerto Ricans. This is the one See, day. I don't know why you uh, why you talk smack about white people, you know, kind of budging into your holiday when you constantly rip down Cubans and Puerto Ricans. Constantly, it's become a, a ongoing thing with you now. Have you ever lived with a Cuban? No. I have. I'm telling you, there's this infighting. And that's why I don't like the term Hispanic, because it groups all of us together. You try to call... you Latino means, like, from the Latin countries, Latin America. That's why I'm Latino. I'm actually technically Chicano. From now on... I think you're an island kid. That's what I'm thinking. How dare you? I think you're off the island. Uh, Robert, welcome into the hideout. Real quick, bro, we got to take a break. Hey, uh, hey, how old are you, buddy? Uh, 26. 26. Hey, I think you got uh, all the super demonic stuff to thank Corona for. You think? Uh, it's... Yeah, it's, it's it's corporate promotion. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, man, and I honestly believe that, too. That's what we were talking about just a little bit earlier, where it's Corona's taking this over. Uh, it, you know, they got the Dos Equis, and it's the same thing on St. Patty's Day, where it's the Guinness. You know, right. the Tecate. Ooh, I could go for a Tecate right now. A what? You know, see? Yeah, it, it, it's hallmark on all the other holidays. When you say that, it sounds kind of gay to me. Corporate America. Thank you, Robert. Tecate. You like the accent? No. <laughs> there is none. It really is. I got a Midwestern accent more than anything else. Craig, you're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, Happy? What's up, Dubs? What's up, bro? Hey, man. I don't know why you're bitching. I mean, I'm German-American, and we don't get any holidays. I mean, you guys have a fast food restaurant, Taco Bell. You but you got... guys did the Holocaust. Yeah, you're, you're still you're, paying for that. Yeah, you guys got a little fresh wound there still. It'll take a little while. Give it a few, like, hundred generations, and the Germans will be okay. Oh, I know, but I mean... You got Dirk Nowitzki. That's a great basketball player as a Dallas Mavericks fan. See, there you go. You're going out on a positive note. Good for you guys. You started off on the Holocaust. You left on Dirk Nowitzki. Congratulations. You know, I have, I, this is such an odd thing to say, and it is real weird. Maybe I shouldn't say it. But don't you think, like, that was Hitler's dream, a guy like Dirk Nowitzki? Oh, yeah. Just the, like, the, the blonde hair, blue eye. Six, seven foot, you know, athletic... I've always thought that. I wonder if they ever talk about it. I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. He's a great player, though. Got no D. Goddamn Mavericks. You wish you had one, though, huh? Ah, no, I'm talking about defense. Uh, Off beat, you're the final call on this in the hideout. How you guys doing tonight? What's up, bro? 
Yeah, well, basically touching what the other caller says, like Valentine's Day, the uh, conglomerates just make it a huge hot and try to make it a big deal to sell their crap. Hey, what do you think's going to be the next one? What do you think's going to be the next big thing that corporate America takes hold of? They're really trying to push Swedish Day right now. Okay, now that's a great one, Dubs, because if you think about it, all right, New Year's co-opted, you got the Valentine's Day, which is pretty much made up. Now you got uh, Cinco de Mayo, you got St. Patty's, even Fourth of July. Have you heard of the Swedish Day offbeat? I've never heard of it. Now, to me, Dubs, I'd never heard of it. This, they didn't have this in Texas, but this is like the biggest thing in Michigan. Uh, educate offbeat, if you will. What is Sweetest Day? Sweetest Day, I forget. I think it's uh, October 19th. Okay. And, well, it, actually, it's uh, like the third Saturday in October or something like that. And it's another Valentine's Day. Exactly. It's just a it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day literally created by Hallmark. Exactly. And it's real weird because I'd never heard of this in Texas, but I go to Michigan and people are asking me when I was married at the time, what are you going to get your chick for Sweetest Day? I'm like, what are you talking about? What is that? And it was created by the corporations to the point now where they're creating stuff. Hey, thanks, Offbeat. Wait, wait, can I get uh, some uh, Slurpees? I listen to you guys every night. Um, Nick, how about this? we we got to hold a couple over for the rest of the week, but I tell you this, we're going to have OzFest tickets and a WWE prize pack. Coming up on Friday, so tune in then, all right, bro? All right. See all right. you guys later. Thanks, later, bro. You'll be a winner at some point. All right. Since you are all gung-ho about your uh, your heritage and Cinco de Mayo, got a question for you. Okay. Which Napoleon was it? Which Napoleon was it? Yeah. The, the... Uh, to me, that, that, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. No, to me, you, you're asking me is you're asking me French history. Like I'm supposed to know multiple Napoleons. It, it, there's just a number. The small one. I didn't even know there were multiple Napoleons. That's like saying, uh, which Jefferson? Johnny Punani knew this answer. I'm not interested in what Punani has to say. That's why I left him off the website. <laughs> Did you really? Accidentally. Oh, I didn't even God. think about it. But Punani will go up. And as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to RadioHideout.com right now. It's on there? It is up, it is ready to go, and it has all of the information that you need. A couple of people have already gone, and they dig it. I'm going to uh, suggest that you go there and check out the video part. The video part, you can go to the names and no section, so you get to know a lot of these people that we reference all the time, including Shafee, who's going to join us later on in the show. It has a backstory of the hideout. It has a backstory of me and Dubs, for those of you that are new to the show. It has uh, galleries. It has storylines. And... It has a links section. And the very last link is womenagainstbush.org. And we are going to talk to Karen next. Radiohideout.com. Check it out. We'd love to hear what you think about it. And here's the thing, too. You know, you can either tell us, you know, call us or email us. Because as far as I'm concerned, you guys are way better at this Internet stuff than me. Yeah. I want to thank Bad Monkey, who I think did an amazing job. But if we left anything off, if there's anything that you think should go on Radiohideout.com, let us know, okay? 866-277-4969. All right, we're going to take a break, come back with Karen from womenagainstbush.org. Going to get caught up on everything that's been going on. Where do women stand? This is basically hot chicks against Bush. Take it however you will. It's 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. Give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to pour the a-hole right out of you. The Hideout. The Hideout with LFA and J-Dub. We meet again, making your memory glands jiggle. Time to play the fiddler, boy! 
Again, welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That's my boy J-Dubs. Bateman handling everything in the back, uh, including uh, taking your phone calls. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. And I want to say what's up to Service, who actually provided a very good point when I tried to equate MLK Day with um, Cinco de Mayo. What was the point? And let me, this will be the final word. The difference with having fried chicken and watermelon in MLK Day and having Mexican food on Cinco de Mayo is the fact that chicken is stereotypical food and Mexican food is, is ethnic food. Is of the Mexican heritage. Yeah. But actually technically that is the that is the the Mexican food is the American version of Mexican oh, food. Oh whatever. However, it's the closest thing we got around here. However, service that is an outstanding point. And if I had any more Slurpees for a year, I would give them to you. Um that, by the way, I got on the AOL for broadband instant messenger. Speaking of that lovely computer the website is up, and all initial reviews are positive so far. Really? Um, again, it isn't going to be a website beating our chest. It isn't going to be the kind of website where it's going to be a bunch of pictures of us and us posing. It's a place where you can go to get the backstory of the show that is that was born a little over a year ago, what the hideout is, what you need to know about the hideout, and the, the names that are mentioned on it. Basically what it is is a traveler's guide for the radio show. We aren't doing it so, you know, we can, uh, we can spot our ego higher than it already is. We're just trying to make the radio show more user-friendly for you guys. Exactly. So you can kind of get caught up to speed, if you will. Yeah. Again, it is RadioHideout.com. And the, it's not like the Big Owen Duke site. And what's so funny too, exactly, is that thing is just atrocious, just for, just for ego, feeding ego on that site. The beauty of our site that I would have to say is the fact I'm very proud of the links portion of the page is at the very end because it has just about everyone that we've ever talked to in the hideout in the last year, including Bowley, the uh, Britney Spears female impressionist or illusionist that she called herself mm. it has a link to dcrtv.com it has a link to ronfez.net and it has a link to uh, one of our favorite news sites womenagainstbush.org and i want to welcome back into the hideout karen from womenagainstbush.org how you doing great it's been an amazing month since i was there last i be and it's a shame that we can't have you in studio because <laughs> i gotta say that was a lot of fun uh when you and your friend came into the hideout actually physically but it's more of a late night i can understand you're probably at home in those uh those uh cotton panties that you saw on that site that are uh, bush free zone panties um i get before we get too much into that what is womenagainstbush.org for those uh, for those new listeners? Womenagainstbush.org is an online organization that's aimed at getting young women in particular, but all women at large, to vote against Bush in the next election. Uh, women voters are unfortunately less likely to vote than men, but when we can get the young women to the polls, they vote two to one Democrats. They have potential to make a huge impact in this election. I'm going to skip that joke. <laughs> I'm just going to pass on that one, but thank you. Yeah, the comedy in this interview is going to be how many jokes can we pass up? Yeah, like a young chicks to the poll. Yeah, I know All right, I no. know you were expecting a whole lot out of me there, but I'm not going to do it. Um, and one of the fun things, I know that it's womenagainstbush.org, but allow me to stress this, too. Vote. Exactly. Just vote. You have to get out and have your voice heard, because as we all saw... You know, every single vote counts. As much as possible, we need everybody out there voting. 
and you know, no matter which way, if if President, if you really believe President Bush is doing a good job, then you should go support him at the polls. And if you really think he's doing a horrible job, then settle for Kerry like us. But uh, I'll take I'll take I'll take anything. I'm not settling for Kerry. I actually start to like him now. Are you really? Yeah. I'm t- I'll go I'll go with whoever's running against Bush. Whoever has the chance to win. That's me. That's my own personal stance. Why would women ever uh, vote for Bush? What has Bush done to hurt women, Karen? Well, I, I, I well, actually can't instead... imagine why women would ever vote for Bush. But uh, Bush has done a number of things that uh, threaten threaten women and pose a severe threat to our security. Uh, whether it's you know our health security, we're talking about mercury in the water, our children's security. Again, mercury in the water causing you know damage to our children's to our unborn children's health. Uh, things like you know putting our making our our medical records public, everything to our national security. I mean, personally, I don't believe that he is making this country more secure to live in. I actually think that he's making security a bigger problem in the world at large for Americans. And that 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 alone is a big enough reason. And then when you get down to the personal health economic reasons, women shouldn't vote against him or shouldn't vote for him. Excuse me, because. Women are more likely Freudian, to lose uh-oh. their jobs. <laughs> yeah, um, and, I, and, he, and and the way he's making the female soldiers pose behind those butt pyramids—that's <laughs> that, awful. <laughs> um, now you got kind of a fresh approach to this. One of the reasons that this is so I interesting. Had, I heard he has the twins in the butt pyramid. All right, come on. And that, that's just my own personal fantasy. The one of the, one of the things that I find fascinated about this website is you have like a Sex in the City kind of mentality toward this, right? That's right. Our idea is that you know what, being involved in politics and taking advantage of your right to vote doesn't have to be boring. It can be over cocktails. It can involve happy hour. Hell, it can involve bikini waxes. <laughs> Joke, it's all joke, about making joke. it a good time. All right, now that, could you imagine that? Or could you imagine having a whole bunch of hot chicks together, and this is their political party is going to be having some uh, cherry vodka sours, some drinks, and sitting around waxing each other, talking, actually, talking about how Bush horrible, how horrible Bush is. And we actually did have a wax away Bush event uh, the night before the March for Women's Lives. Wait a second, why were we not invited to this? <laughs> this is the one I wanted to go to. We'll plan another one just for you. How about we do it in studio? (laughs) Oh, my God. That would have been beautiful. We'll get Bateman to go first. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hey, speaking of this March for Women's Lives, um, Dubs and I were out there. We went out in full force. We were part of the largest march uh, in the nation's history. But Dubs has has kind of a bone to pick with you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Now, were you, uh, did you get off at the King Street Metro? No, I actually walked down. And I actually have a funny story for you guys. On my way down, I stopped for some coffee mm-hmm. and managed to get myself locked in the men's bathroom of a Starbucks. Uh, no. It took six of D.C.'s finest firefighters <laughs> to rescue me so that I could get to the march. <laughs> and that was a, those place down, uh, downtown was so overloaded, and people were just going to the restroom at any place that wasn't <laughs> in all the porta-potties that they had set out there. Including men's restrooms that had clear signs on them saying, out of order. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Well, and you got to go, you got to go. Now, Dubs, your issue with Karen was... I, I thought, I swear to God, I saw you over at the King Street Metro. I said hi. <laughs> and I get, didn't get a reply back. Right, and now I found out are why. Are sure you only said hi? Yes. All right, now I said, I said, hey, Karen, what's up? And just walked right by me. And, and as it turns, and it dubs, this has actually been something that Dubs has, like, been 
stewing over. Yeah. You know what I, I was mean? pissed. And, and as it turns out, you've been hating Karen all this time, and it wasn't even her. I was locked in a men's bathroom. Oh, <laughs> all right, sexy. Now we're yeah. getting back to the sexy part of the interview. Uh, if you have, did, you, did you drink the water to uh, stay hydrated? No. <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> toilet water. 866-277-4969. Stay down. That's all I'm thinking. Just um, take you in the bathroom. Stay down. Hey, one other thing, Karen, real quick. When's the last time we had Karen in here? Again, womenagainstbush.org. You can link up from it uh, from radiohideout.com. Um, Sideshow came in here, like started spouting off all these facts about Karen's website. Thought he had made a whole, like this grand point. And as it turns out, he was naming off stuff from a completely different website. Do you remember this, Karen? Yes, it was the Babes Against Bush website. Yeah, and it wasn't the womenagainstbush.org. Well, Sideshow's telling me today, because I'm telling him we're going to talk to Karen again, he's telling me that you hit on him, that you said, hey, babe, let's go out and talk about this over coffee and invited him out. Is this or is this not true? Well, I have to say, that as a woman against Bush and as a, you know, woman of the 2004 year at this point and single, I'm willing to have cocktails with anybody that's reasonable to have a conversation about why, regardless of who you're voting for, but particularly if you're voting against Bush, women should be involved in this election. You know, it's amazing. I've kind of been very amused by some of the hate mail we've received mm-hmm. because People have taken an approach to this as, how dare you question our president? Well, how dare you not question the president? That's what That's makes exactly this society what great. we're supposed to be doing. And how, and, you know, how dare you take this kind of, you know, approach to why women should vote? But actually, you know, our approach is very much fun and fresh and appealing to women to try and get them to take advantage of a right women fought so hard to get. Karen, how dare you sidestep the question? <laughs> Did you ask Sideshow to go out to coffee with you? <laughs> if he did, it's okay. In fact, you just made a great eloquent point. Our, our thing about Sideshow is, to us, this kid seems like the biggest liar in the world. Because he talks about how much he pimps. Exactly. And if it's true, it's no big deal. But we just got to know if he's a liar or not. Well, while I do have a thing for guys with longer hair, mm-hmm. I have to admit... I didn't think to ask him out for coffee yes. that night. That son of that lying son of a bitch. <laughs> because I was mad you didn't invite me out. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I thought me, you, and your friend would have had a great time talking about Bush. You were in the middle of a wobbly age, Happy. Playing with it, huh? <laughs> um, WomenAgainstBush.org. Karen joining us in the hideout again. There were a couple of things that I. Uh, oh, let's. The main reason that I wanted to have you in. What, what's going on tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. I was wondering when I was going to get a chance. Sorry um, about that. Tomorrow night, we're having our second first Thursday event. Our our launch party was after I was on the show last time. Beautiful. When we celebrated getting the fool out of the White House on April 1st. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge event. We were hoping for maybe 100 people. Yeah. We had well over, we had over the course of the evening, well over 300 people. Oh, so now, so you're really building this up. I mean, things are really taking off. It's taking off. We're going to have an event tomorrow night at Blue Room in Washington, D.C. It's in Adams Morgan. It's a 
2321 18th Street. Okay. And uh, we're actually really excited because Celinda Lake will be speaking at the event. She's a Democratic bigwig, right? Yes. Yeah, she oh. she actually, it was. I had this idea about this organization, and um, next thing I know, I'm opening up my Glamour magazine, and there's a story about the high heel vote and the study that she and some other people did on young women voters and how they're not voting, but the potential they have for having such a big impact. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the article that I read that said, okay, you need to turn this idea into action. So where is this again? The, the Blue the Room? The Blue Room. Okay, Blue Room tomorrow night. What time does it start? It Over starts at 7 p.m. Okay. We're going to have a DJ. It's a friend of mine that I'm really excited about. He's you know spin some great tunes, and uh, she's probably going to speak somewhere around 7.45 tomorrow night. And is she going to we'll, get waxed? We'll be jamming there all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going if it's a... Now, let me tell you something. First of all, for our female listeners and, of course, for our male listeners, this is a great thing to go be a part of, especially if you're like-minded. In fact, let me, hold on, let's get Bateman on the phone real quick. It sounds fun, too. Yeah, because you, you, like, you have a DJ, yeah. you got a great speaker. You had a question for Karen, right? Yeah, are only hot women allowed to join? Because all the women I know that have joined Women Against Bush are, like, really hot. Like, you and your friend that were here last time, and I know someone else who just joined. Well, we by no means have any limits on it. But it's not surprising that you would find a woman who's actively participating in the, you know, taking advantage of her democratic rights hot because it's a hot thing to do. And this is something that I've always said. Feminists are better in bed. They just <laughs> are. They're into themselves. They're into pleasing themselves. They know how to rock it. They know how to work it. All right, so you can go to womenagainstbush.org to get the information about tomorrow night's gig. Uh, again, the Blue Room. In Adams Morgan, 2321 18th Street, Northwest D.C., starts at 7 o'clock. You're going to have a guest speaker. You're also going to have, um, uh, what was it, the DJ? What else is did I Did I hear the Blue Man Group, too? <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to be there? Um, let's go with... Uh, we'll work on that. Okay. Simba, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys. What's I up, brother? I completely advocate what this woman is for. All we gotta do is just shave bush right off the ballot. <laughs> shave it off. Shave it all off. No hey, more her, hanging bush. Her, her website website is uh, womenagainstbush.org, right? Yes. Can I promote my website real quick? Sure. Women for Dick Cheney. Um, all right. Thanks, Simba. <laughs> and I'm sure you get a lot of that. But that's kind of what's so fun about this is that you could. There's this party wacky word. This wacky wordplay. Now look, here's my thing. I want to do this every Wednesday before you have these Thursday night gigs leading up leading up to the, the to the big election in November. I don't think that's too much. Maybe we'll have a different angle each time. And another thing too, now that we're working every night, Dubs. I want to get out to one of these events. So, Karen, I know that I'm on the email list. Actually, I was going to pitch that to you because I think our next event in June on, uh, I think it's June 3rd, mm -hmm. we're looking at having a singles mixer. Oh, see, this is what I'm saying, guys. Are you, cause we majority, the majority, and guys can join Women Against Bush. Oh order. yeah, we have a Boys Against Bush. We're working on some boxer right, that shorts. Just sounds good. Yeah, that just sounds good. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't want to be in Boys Against Bush. I want to be in Women Against. You spell B O I. But I still, I think you need the boxer shorts. The logo that's in the lead right now for the boxer logo. Uh, okay, now we're getting this. Can guys show up? Definitely, guys can show up to the big party tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. This is something I want to do, though. The singles mixer, 
Um, all right, now finish pitching me because I think you were pitching me on more. Oh, okay. So the singles mixer, we're going to be putting it together, I think, with a couple of un- other like-minded organizations in town that have girls and guys. Uh, we're looking at an, um, a location in D.C. that's got a nice roof deck outdoors. Yeah. We're looking into distributing condoms for the event. Beautiful. Yeah. I wonder if we could do a live broadcast, Dubs. I wonder if this is something. Would you go broadcast from one of these? Oh, why not? You know how much fun that would be? I uh, think you'd have a great time. All right, Karen. We'll, we'll be in touch with you. Just know that your site is up on our website now, which debuted tonight, RadioHideout.com. Thank you so much for coming into the hideout, and I guess we'll talk to you next month. All right. Sounds great. I see you, baby. All right. Dream of me. <laughs> mm, that was great. I like her a lot. I like your little Latina friend that she had in here, too, last time. You remember that? Yeah. Nobody else knows with that about that because she didn't say anything. She was so effing hot. Just beautiful. WomenAgainstBush.org. Link up, RadioHideout.com. Fun. Vote. Make sure you vote. Either way you go, vote. Shave Bush off the ballot, as our friend Simba said. Taking a break. Coming back, Dubs. Still have more Slurpees that we're going to do. Also, at the same time, um, we're going to have Shafee on. Uh, talk about the Spider-Man merging with uh, Spider-Man's merging with Major League Baseball. In addition to that, though, you had something you wanted to bring up. Um, something real disturbing happening with a coach. And we have some coaches' stories. Oh, yeah. The both of us and how coaches can really abuse the power they're put into. Oh, definitely. So we'll get into that as well. Taking a break, coming back. It's The Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. You want to talk about children? Why aren't you upset about the state of education? The state of education should outrage you way more than what myself, Dubs, uh, Howard, Don, Ron could ever say. The fact that your children are stupider now because there's no money in public education anymore. Because every child has been left behind. That's what you should be outraged about with your children. Don't worry about Worry about your kid being able to read. Worry about your kid being able to learn music in school. Worry about that when it comes to your children. Don't worry about 106.7 WJFK. Damn. Sometimes I'm brilliant. It's in the hideout. The hideout. Well, look, I've got a little proposition for you. El Jefe. I will pay you $1 million to sleep with your friend here. J-Dubs. $1 million. One night. Cash. Just throw that out. You two mull it over. Get back to me. Specializing in homoerotic humor, the hideouts with El Jefe and J Dubs. 106.7 WJFK. You know, I played that because I don't know if you realize this, Dub, but we may have grown up a little bit. We didn't do anything that gay that last hour. We haven't done anything particularly homoerotic this week. I don't know about no, that. No, if you think about it and what the old Saturday night show was and how it was pretty much every segment. Based on comparison, no, we haven't been as gay, but we haven't been exactly straight either. All right, fair enough. Yeah, we were calling Alan a cute little girl yeah, in the first a, segment. He's a bimbo, we? yeah. And then we called Cameron a sack toucher <laughs> yesterday. And then we started the week show uh, Talking about with our that. punching habits. Yeah. 
Okay. You know, fair enough. We aren't, we aren't the straightest guys on the air, but we aren't nearly as gay as we used to be. Why would you go say that? Because you know that's going to end up in, in one of our liners somewhere. We aren't the straightest guys on the radio. Why would I go say that there, too? we got to start talking over each other when those potentially um, liner promo segment type things go up. Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs over there. And uh, RadioHideout.com is up. It is going. And it is uh, available to you to go and learn the backstory of the hideout, who I am, who Dubs is, who Bateman is, um, all that kind of stuff, so you can get caught up on the show. Dubs, you put it perfectly. It's a roadmap to the hideout. It's a travel guide, RadioHideout.com, or you can give us a call on here, uh, 866-277-4969. What's going on, man? I, uh, I was reading a story uh, about a uh, coach in New Jersey who gave out the Crybaby Award to a kid, and now he's in trouble, probably going to get fired. Actually, okay, I think I, I did hear about this. Wasn't there like a big dinner or something that was yeah. going on? I think this, this is where he stepped over the line. He was going to give the kid the Crybaby Award, but he, he made a point to call the kid at home, make sure you come to the, the big banquet, because uh, we have a special trophy for you. Oh, boy. And so the kid shows up to the banquet, all excited, has his family go with him because he's winning an award. Now, and was this was what sport was this? Do you know? I believe it was basketball. Oh boy! Because and when he was uh, when the coach was up on the podium, you know, giving out all the awards, mm-hmm. he said he begged in he begged again to every game, and all he did was whine. All right, so, so that's the, the crybaby award. That's the speech that the coach gave. Yeah, in front of the kid, in front of the kid, all the parents of the league, you know, all the everybody. If if you got a kid like that, first of all, if he's not good enough to get into the games, why do you even have him on the team? Wouldn't you cut him? Or do coach? Well, no, it was a middle school team, so everybody gets on. You know, in middle school, usually in a smaller middle school like where I came from, everybody got on in uh, the lower grades. It was it wasn't until high school where you got cut now see it wasn't that way we had tryouts and we had the a and the b team well yeah there was there was the uh there was the regular middle school team and then there's the travel league now what were you on did you uh, i never played basketball i did uh but it was the same thing for football too though right were you a or b team oh football we uh we just had uh jv varsity and uh i I was on uh, i was starting on defense but but in middle school and in middle school, it was JV and varsity? We had freshman JV and varsity. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, see, I was on the B team in basketball, but I was the kid. Hold on a second. I was the kid who was good enough to get called up to the A team for the tournaments and the big games when B team didn't have a game. I scored 18 points in one A team game, in fact. I'll tell you that now. Very nice, Al Bundy. <laughs> I think you're very proud of that. I haven't even started talking about baseball yet. <laughs> wait till wait till baseball starts. I'll tell you my greatness about playing against Kerry Wood and Vernon Wells. Yes, if you follow Major League Baseball, you realize these are superstars in the MLB. I and against, I grew up. I played. Fo- I played football against Drew Henson. Now, but I do remember this though. I do remember going to these banquets. And I do remember how awkward it is because coaches aren't exactly the greatest public speakers. Yeah. Now, uh, one of our coaches, he had like the same kind of award, but he didn't, you know, he did it in a way where where he wouldn't get in trouble. And the John Wayne Award goes to blah blah blah. He never said die, you know. He was he was the kid that got pinned in every match, but he was always fighting like a fish to get off his back. So this is the guy who sucked the most. Yeah. 
But then Dwayne. give up sucking. Yeah. 866-277-4969. Give a hand. Give a strong work welcome to Steve Nelson. Winner of the John Wayne Award. Never say die. And you know that's the Hack Award. Yeah. And you don't want to be the kid that goes up and gets the Hack Award. All of us are just sitting there going... And, but the funny thing is, the kids that really suck don't know they suck. And they're all proud of the John Wayne Award. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, this is the greatest thing. Right. And it's only like the cool kids who understand that these awards are for, uh, the, are are for, for the losers. Yeah. Are basically to make fun of kids. You know, that kind of thing. Um, now, you had another story, too. Oh, and uh, about someone in middle school, uh, we had a science teacher who had the Hammerhead Award to whoever got the worst grade on the last science test. It, it was, you know, you didn't study, you need to study harder. Until then, you have to have the Hammerhead Award on your desk. Now, are these awards set up to be motivational tools? Is that, that what this that, is supposed to be? The same thing with the Crybaby Award and the Hammerhead Award? And I, the I think the Crybaby Award was kind of just more mean than anything, but the science teacher played it in the way that it's supposed to be motivational. But a kid in our school that got the Hammerhead Award tried to commit suicide like a week later. <laughs> so the kid was sitting in the hospital to... A stomach full of painkillers, and our teacher standing from the class, white as a ghost, just saying, "You know what? I, I didn't mean for this to uh, hurt anybody." He's holding his hands, the hammerhead award off. <laughs> an actual trophy? Yeah, yeah. He it had to sit on your desk the whole time until you brought your grade up. So you're sitting there with basically the dunce cap on. You know, he's holding it, and he starts crying. He's like. I only wanted to motivate you guys, just bawling, just uh, until tears started to fall, and he went to throw it away a few times. Now, I don't want anybody to lose the meaning of this, though. I want everybody to keep on trying to not be a hammerhead. And so he stuck with it, though. He, he tried he, to stick with the he, message. He stuck with the message, but he got rid of the award. All right, now I'm getting this on the AOL for Broadband that the, get, the uh, teacher did get fired. But the union is fighting it right now. I don't understand. I'm a pro-union guy, but sometimes you just got to let guys go when they do stupid stuff like that. Who would get the Hammerhead Award around here? The Hammerhead Award would probably go... For being dumb. For being dumb. Uh, probably people would give it to me. You know what? That is true. But I tend to prove people wrong most of the time. We, but, but at first glance, probably people would give it to me. People would say that Dubs is the dumb one. Dubs is the one that doesn't do anything. Dubs is the one. I don't know if they, they say I'm not the one that do anything. Dubs is I'm the here one for 14 who, hours a day. Who stinks. Dubs is the one who picks his nose. I do pick my nose, but I don't stink. Dubs is the one that gets the Hammerhead Award. I'll tell you this, I give you the Crybaby Award. Why? You were a bitch this morning. What was that? You were absolutely, I swear, I was ready to go get a tampon because it seemed like you were ragging. <laughs> you seemed like you were, because here's the thing. We were supposed to get up real early this morning, and we've been here since this morning, since the fastest hour in radio, whenever we drew the winner for the Howard trip to Las Vegas, thanks to Radley Acura. I talked to you last night about this. What time do we need to get here? Uh, you said like 11 o'clock. And I was like, well, Ron and Fez aren't going to kick it to us until probably about 11.25. Why don't we roll in at 11.15? No, 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 no. Let's get here at, uh, at 11 o'clock. That way we can prep and go over whatever we need to go over. And this is Dubs talking, like Dubs does any prep. Jesus. So I get here at 11 o'clock, 
Uh, actually, I get here about 10.50. Where's Dubs? Dubs nowhere to be found. If you got here at 10.50, I was still asleep at home. And then Howard actually goes over. Thank God. And you got so goddamn lucky because, the you know, the fastest hour was running late. And so you end up rolling in here at 11.25, three minutes before we're going on the air, and congratulating the winner that's going to see No, 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 no. And I... you were all puffy-eyed, you were all hungover. And I wasn't hungover. And you were in such a bitchy mood. I wasn't in a bitchy mood. You were in a bitchy mood because you got here and I wasn't here to hold your hand all day. That's how you always are. You always need someone here to coddle you and hold your hand. You were the crybaby. You had this an, an amazing, like, inferiority complex. Like, somehow you believe you're supposed to be my equal. Um, even though you're younger than me, you haven't served the dues that I, I think that I have. I haven't served the dues. Somehow you I feel... Somehow you feel... You, you've been given everything. Everything. Because EOE. I'm, I'm, I'm going to break it down to brass tacks just like that. I'm going to break it down to the most... The thing you can understand the most. EOE. So this is what I'm saying. I try to have a civilized conversation with J-Dubs all day. He's spouting racial remarks. I'm not spouting racial remarks. I'm telling you the truth. You would, you would, you would without a doubt, get the Crybaby Award. You're the one. And look, oh, okay. here's the other. Oh, let me give you a perfect example, ladies and gentlemen. I of the could jury. give you proof of what I just said. If I... Let me give you a, the perfect example. So I was on DCRTV.com today looking to see if anybody say anything about the hideout. And uh, Dave Hughes on there on one of his little postings says something about Hefe during his uh, conversation with the dream doctor mentioned there's something wrong with his ears. He could have a tumor. Well, I tell J-Dubs, you know what, man? I'm really worried about myself because almost a month ago, automatically I started getting these real bad dizzy spells. The kind of dizzy spells that happen when I move my head fast, whenever I get up or sit down or lay down, I just get these real weird dizzy spells where my equilibrium is off. And so I'm starting to worry about it a little bit because other than that, I feel okay. The other thing that's been real creepy, too, is the fact that I am now having deja vu like a madman. I am having deja vu like seriously seven or eight times a day where it's to the point where it's almost scaring me now. Okay, you want me to explain everything for you right now? So now, what does Dub say to that? You're the biggest puss in the world. You're such a hypochondriac. How dare you? You would never have uh, brain cancer or a tumor. Oh, look at me. I'm a hefe. Wait, wait, wait. Something's wrong with me. Isolate that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna break down everything for you, and you're gonna know why you have all this going on with you. First, we'll start with the deja vu. We're working 14-hour days. Yeah, stuff's gonna start running together, and you're gonna think you've done this thing 50 million times because you have. We've been here 14 hours a day. To me, this for is more time. than like glitch in the matrix. To me, this is something. Or, like, what was it, the move? 14-hour days. Yeah, stuff's going to start running together, and you're going to think you've done this thing 50 million times because you have. We've been here 14 hours a day. To me, this is more than, like, glitch in the matrix. To me, this is something, or, like, what was it, the movie Phenomenon or something? Where John Travolta has the brain tumor, and all of a sudden he has these special powers? Are you, are you hoping you're going to get special powers now? I don't know. I'd like to be able to see into the future. I'd, li I'd, I'd like to be godlike. No, that was the movie, Michael. All right, never mind about that. Hold on a second. Travis, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? What's up, bro? 
Hey, listen, F.A., man, you're the one that's being a sissy. What are you talking about? How could you say that? All I hear is you, you, you're bitching and stuff, and J-Dubs, bitching at J-Dubs for not being there early. Come on now. All right, f first of all, he slept in until the time we were supposed to be here, and he was the one that demanded we but, were supposed to be there at but that I, time. Did I get here on time? No. Yes. Was I here before we went like on the air? Smart one. Get a little bit extra rest. <sighs> How is it everyone is always on your side? Because I don't know if I'm actually right or if you just come off as so pompous that they can't agree with you. Now, I don't know. Travis, what kind of friend? Right, let me just ask you this, Travis. If you, if you and I were boys and I came to you and said, seriously, bro, I think something might be wrong. I may have a brain tumor. What would you say to me? Tell you to get a light and drive on, man. What? And <laughs> now, if he if he said I read on a website that someone said that I might have a brain tumor, so I should probably get checked out because DCR Dave Hughes says I might have a brain tumor. <laughs> I mean, you know how ridiculous that sounds. I'm just saying. You understand that? But no, all right, let think. And another thing, well, why you've been all messed up in the head, and other than just the work pressure, you try a new diet. Every three weeks, I, I'm, I'm going to stand by this, that flipping around diets and trying all these new uh, Hollywood diet or... Uh, I'm on the master cleanser. No. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. You just started it, though. I started it two weeks ago. You started two weeks ago. You were on a different diet before that. Three months before that, you were on a different diet. These t types of things starts running a toll on your body, changing it up like this all the time. But Pick you, your poison. Go with it. You cannot deny the fact that I'm off of my equilibrium. You cannot deny the fact that I'm having deja vu seven to eight times a day. And you cannot deny the fact that you're not a good friend because if you go to a friend and say, hey, I may have a brain tumor, what do you think? They're not supposed to laugh at you. Everybody would laugh at you because you read it on a message board you think is true all the time. I don't know. John, welcome into the hideout. What's up? What's up, brother? Oh, man. Hey, hey uh, how you guys doing? All right, what's going on, bro? Congratulations on the uh, two hours. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Um, but my question is, like, uh, you know, with Ron and Fez, what's up with those guys, man? Are they going to be, like, here? Or is, like, a, you know? I don't know. We're in the middle of a completely different <laughs> conversation. Who's screening the phone calls back there? <laughs> I'm just saying them up there. That, that the websites are driving me crazy, oh. you know? Like you were saying. And it's not about, I don't know, I, I don't know what's going to go on. I'm not that deja vu-ish. Um, I'll, I'll say this now, I hope to God they stay. Uh, you know, they don't talk about it, but I want to say, I'm going to say now that I hope Ron and Fest stick around. They've been amazing to us. Their, their fans and listeners have been amazing to us, and I, you know, and, I hope everything works out. And I'll tell you what, we are very happy at this two-hour slot right now. We are not looking for anything more. But I tell you this, I'm not happy with my friendship that I have, because let me tell you this about Ron and Fez. If Fez came to Ron and said, hey, I may have a brain tumor, Ron would take him to the hospital to make sure everything was okay. That's what I'm looking for from you, J-Dubs. That's what I'm looking for from you. Okay. You want me to take you to the hospital? We'll go right after the show if you want to go. But just so I can rub it in your face and never have to take you again. I'll take you right now. We'll end the show early. Blue, are you ready? You there? Let me tell you this. I, I now am wishing that I have brain cancer. I hope that I have a tumor just so that you will feel rotten. But you know what's odd? You're not going to feel rotten. You know why? Because you're the guy who has, in high school, the little retard rolling down the halls, 
in their wheelchair. You're the guy who sticks the broomstick in the spoke so they fall out and have to drag themselves back up and get back into their wheelchair. You're that guy. I am not. You're the I haven't been that guy for five years. You're the guy. You're the guy that goes around, and according to your coach, this all started with coaches. The coach would say, hey, let's play number one tag. And so you're the guy who would go around and play number one tag with the other kids in the wrestling team. Yeah, there's 30 of us. There's 30 of us doing it. So I'm not the only one. And it was fun. And you know what? i got to love the listeners. Walk it off, Hefe. That's what they're saying. Shake doesn't, it off. Doesn't, doesn't that show you something that you, you're you blowing something out of proportion? Until you go to the hospital and find out that you do have a brain tumor, don't be spouting off, hey, I have a brain tumor. Feel bad for me. Hefe has moods like a chick. Uh, Mix Loco has a has one. I'm hearing another contest to get Dubs a hideout tattoo. If I have brain cancer, you got to get a hideout. That's tattoo. fine. That's fine. You're horrible. I, I'm you gar- are the worst friend. No, I'm guaranteeing that you don't have it. I'm not worried about getting a hideout tattoo because you don't have brain cancer. And you know what the funny thing is? I'll never go to the doctor. I'd rather just not know. Could you imagine knowing that you're going to die? I know people go through that every day. There are probably listeners right now that are going through that very thing. Just knowing that I was going to die would kill me. What do you do? That's like this thing with the coffin. You see this thing with the coffin and the sensor? Yeah. You know, they've now created coffins with sensors. So you don't get buried alive. Just in case there's movement. Like in Kill Bill, where you have uh, Uma Thurman, and she's locked in down there. And as much as I like to kill Bill, and I know you're supposed to suspend disbelief, that was really cheesy when she breaks out of the coffin buried six feet under. But for those of you that have seen Kill Bill, she gets out. By, I'm not going to ruin this for anybody because you should have already seen the movie. By perfecting the three-inch punch where you put your hand up against what it is you're punching and then punch real quick like this, I started mastering that. I actually do it here in the restroom at JFK. Whenever I'm standing there at the urinal, I'll do the three-inch punch just to practice, just in case one day I get caught in a coffin. It's not going to happen because I'm going to die of brain cancer. And Dubs isn't going to care. I'll care, but you aren't going to. And if you do, you're going to die from brain cancer when you're 50. Um, That's what I'm saying. I'm saying 50. I'm giving you 25 more years, 24 more years. Be happy with that. Live it up. (sighs) Not everybody's calling me a woman. You are. I I can't believe this. I'm a feminist. I can't believe that people wouldn't be on my side in the fact that you're a horrible friend. I want to talk to my real friend. And let me say this. This is the thing that I said to you earlier and I meant it. This is why you will never be my best friend. This is why Lefty's my best friend. This is why Shafee is my best friend. In fact, we talk to Shafee next. I'll tell him I may have a brain tumor. We'll see what he says. Okay. And he'll laugh at me too. Yes, he will. And, I'll re- and so would Lefty. And I'll realize that I am completely alone in this world. You aren't completely alone. You're just completely psychotic in this world. Taking a break. Coming back. Going to talk Spider-Man and Major League Baseball with a good friend of ours, uh, Shafee. Shafee from the Skank Shift. In fact, you go to RadioHideout.com. You go under the section Names to Know. It'll give you the entire bio on Shafee, and it'll give you the links to all three of his websites as well. Again, it is RadioHideout.com. I'm El Jefe. That is uh, my former friend J-Dubs, and I'll be honest, when I was looking back at this and when I was having this conversation with you in the office earlier today, yeah, I was ready to end the show. I was ready to break up the do it to break up the the team. Let's rock it. I've had enough of this already. The hideout. The hideout. The hideout.
We were talking about your mom dubs and how she's probably done some really weird things to you. I want you to know that sometimes, sometimes she listens to the show on the uh, illegal underground. Now I feel bad. God damn it. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. Now I feel bad. She's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> the Hideout with LFA and J Dub. The Hideout. It's good to be intelligent. It's good to think for yourself. And it's good to be an individual. Where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimates in reality radio. The revolution starts at the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. None of those people outside realize how much power is in this one. Let him hear that. And welcome back into the hideout, coming down the home stretch. I am El Jefe, that is J-Dub's hideout, five nights a week from 11 to 1 o'clock. Fall asleep at the hideout, wake up with Howard on 106.7 WJFK. It has more of a ring to it than fall asleep with Malou, wake up with Howard. Thank you, marketing genius. Thank you very much, Texas Tech University. Um, eight, 13th grade. 866-277-4969 and RadioHideout.com. Uh, the website is finally up. It is finally moving and shaking. Tonight it is making its debut. People are already currently voting on the poll that we have right now. Um, the poll that we have up is, would you be interested in a hideout-hosted video game tournament? This is something that came up last night when we were talking about video games. Um, a link to MafiaLife.com that actually started all of this. Our good buddy uh, Chris from MafiaLife.com. That game starts tomorrow. Yeah, you got to go up and get signed up right now. And the overwhelming majority of people um, so far are interested in this, this hideout-hosted video game tournament. And I've already pitched it to some people here. And they seem to be liking it. Yeah, we have a few leads, and it could happen. They seem to be liking the idea of us getting together, either a Madden tournament or an EA MVP 2004 tournament, probably on a Saturday afternoon. It'd be great for people of all ages. And uh, it would involve something that we love in video games. I mean, we dig them a lot. You've already had a couple people that have uh, that want to take you on. In Madden. Playing you in Madden. I have some people that want to take me on in the uh, MVP 2004 so just know that we're working on that. Another thing that you can find on RadioHideout.com is uh, under the Names to Know section, you will see down toward the bottom, as it is in alphabetical order, a write-up on the next guest that we have coming into the hideout. Um, I should maybe even read it this go-around, too, so that he knows what it says. Shafee, what's up, bro? Welcome to the hideout, man. Hey, congratulations on the uh, Monday through Friday thing. and I know you've been... Uh, Excited for a long time to be able to say, hey, go to bed with uh, Hefe and Dubs and wake up with Howard. Yeah, it's kind of cool, isn't I'm it? I'm drunk. <laughs> Where are you? You told me you were going to be ready to fly with this segment when I told you. I am talking. ready to fly, but it's El Cinco de Mayo. You should be celebrating my Mexican buddy. See, this is what I'm saying. They only get drunk. They only call up on Cinco de Mayo. I love Mexicans on May 5th. Uh, <laughs> on May 5th. On RadioIDOC.com, under Gnomes to Know, you see Shafee. He's a Detroit rapper, manages the legendary Sabu in the All-World Wrestling League. We have the link. And is one of the few other talented air personalities in the nation. Uh, one of the few. Uh, <laughs> Dubs teen with Shafee in Lansing uh, on the legendary Skank Shift. He's currently heard in Detroit's rock station, 101 WRAF. He still has an open invitation to join the hideout. 
but he's too lazy to move. There's uh, a I'll I tell you what. I there's a lot of legendary lazy. stuff going on in that. But I'm hard working tonight because there's this broad that I grew up with in the same neighborhood, and I had a crush on her my whole life from about fifth grade until now. The crush remains. And uh, when I was about seventh, eighth grade, she was actually feeling she was into me for a while, and uh, I didn't know how to act around girls at that time. So what I did was I stole her bike and threw it in a dumpster, and uh, she's never liked me since then. But she's at the bar that I'm at. Right now, the funny, thing of, the funny thing about Shafey when he's drinking, he turns black. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, she's feeling me. <laughs> I'm about to make my move. Are you? Yeah. I, you know what? And speaking of moves, she's, she's Mexican, dude. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo, man. It's perfect. Oh, come on. Now, don't go just having sex with Latina women just because it's Cinco de Mayo. And actually, technically, it's the 6th of May now. No, I'm not going to do it just because it's Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to do it because I heard it snaps. All right, all what? right. He said he heard it snaps, whatever that means. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, dude. You realize it's not the it's now the FCC? Uh, that, that's nothing. Hey, stop it already. Fingers snap. Okay, Jeez. enough. Just stop. Now, Shafee actually pulled a cool move to a chick that you were going out with earlier, right? What you... Remember you told me this story about you talking. Oh, I wasn't going out with her. I was trying to talk to her because she was uh, she was definitely definitely on time, man. She was good looking. On time. What does that mean? She's, she's on point, brother. What what does that mean? On time? Now go ahead. Now tell me this. All this I went Detroit. Up to this girl. I tell you what. I went up to this girl. I was like, you know, I'm trying to talk to her, and I'm not one that, you know, you guys know me. I I got the pheromones. I wait for the women to come to me, which happens half the time, and half the time I uh, don't get anything. But uh, I'm I'm at the bar, and I decide, you know what, this girl's good enough. I'm gonna walk up to her, and I just said hello to her, and just trying to talk to her, trying to be nice. And she's got a big attitude with me for no reason other than the fact that I'm trying to talk to her because I find her attractive, right? So she doesn't know me. So I'm a total stranger to her, and she's got a big attitude. And let me say, this takes a lot of cajones, too, because you see a beautiful woman at the bar. Nobody goes up to talk to these chicks. It just usually doesn't happen. So I'll give you props, one, for just going up to the hot chick. She gives you attitude. What happens? Well, she's a she's a... She's a bitch, you know. She's she's really got the attitude going full speed. I mean, it really floored me how much attitude this girl had. What'd she say? Uh, well, I don't think I can say it with the FCC. You know, she's just she's really into her own thing. And you know, how dare somebody like me, uh, a future multimillionaire with you two, uh, a very talented broadcaster, a very talented rap artist. How dare somebody like myself approach a girl like her? Because she's probably working at a salon and making ten bucks an hour, and she owns the world because she's hot for now. You know, she'll be ugly pretty soon. Don't worry about that. So what what happened? What'd you say to her? Well, I pulled her aside and I was like, you know, I just wanted to say hi to you. I found you attractive and everything, but you really ought to be careful about uh, having so much attitude with a complete total stranger. I said, you have no idea who I am. You don't know me. How do you know I'm not Ted Bundy? How do you know I'm not the next maniac that's going to follow your every move for the next two weeks, follow you home, get down your routines, break into your house one night after you come home and just cut you up into a thousand pieces? Huh? How do you you know that. <laughs> and what did she say to you? 
she looked at me like she was seeing the devil. She was scared to death. <laughs> she walked away, and I figured I'd made my point. You know, that's my whole thing. And I was dead serious. You think it's funny, and I think it's funny, too. I'm not going to lie, but my whole thing is dead serious. You have to be careful, females. I care about you. And if you're out there and some strange guy talks to you, be, you know, even if you're not interested, don't be a bitch. Be nice to him because how do you know I'm not Ted Bundy? How do you know I'm not going to cut you up? You don't know. I'm a total stranger, so at least give me the common courtesy of I'm really not interested. Oh, man. And that's true because, in a sense, you may have saved this chick's life. I hope so. I mean, forever she's going to think... Wow, this guy is the creepiest guy in the world, but you he know what? A lot of sense. I can't be mean and have all this attitude, because what if he was a psycho? Shaping looks like Scott Stapp on Cracker with the hiv, by the way. But does it make sense, you guys? How many times have you guys talked to a girl and she's a, you know, has no interest, a total bitch, and, you know, she doesn't know you at all. You are a complete stranger. How does she know you're not going to sit in that parking lot, wait for her to come out, follow her home, watch her fit every move, get her routine down, and then offer? How does she know that? And you know I what? mean, it happens every day. Come on. Now, that's... I don't know if it happens every day, but... Now, that's happens, Bateman's but, approach. Uh, that's what he just comes right out with and says before he even says hi you better sleep with me or i'm going to i'm going to follow you just know that now if you try to run away from this conversation at all <laughs> i, I got to give you big ups on that man i think well, that's thanks. a great move i think it's hilarious women and i don't like to be treated like that you know if they're not interested in me that's cool but uh you know you don't have to be a bitch to a total stranger all right let's see ben wants to rap with shafey ben welcome into the hideout hey, bro. hey what's up man what's your what y'all got get cooking on tonight, man? I was wondering, you know, um, the, how, like the show tonight. Man. How, how drunk cool. are you? Uh, now, how, who do you think's drunker, Shafee? Uh, right, before you guys answer, Dubs, who do you think's had more to drink tonight, Shafee or Ben? Shafee. All right, Ben, how many beers have you had this evening? Uh, I have had like about like uh, eight, uh, <laughs> eight, eight beers tonight. Shafee, how many have you had? I've had uh, four 32-ounce mugs, so like 200 ounces. <laughs> 200 ounces? And I'm like that. I don't know. Four times 32, whatever that is. What is 200 ounces? Oh, my God. All right, no, I've had That's four 32-ounce mugs, you dumbass. Oh, yeah, they, they bite me. All right. All right. <laughs> this, is what it's, this is what it's down to. This is what it's become. Oh, you're so... Uh, what's going on, Shafe? You okay? Are we messing up the game with the fifth grade chick that you met earlier? No, I'm go back in. We got till two o'clock. I got time. I'm here all school night. School in the morning, though. Me, but I'll tell you what, I love it. I love DC, and I want to come out there. But they're gonna have to cough up the big bucks. For all right, <laughs> you're living in your dad's basement right now. You're in no position to start arguing or uh, negotiating with Alan that way. Yeah. Hey, Alan. Now, no. Uh, what's his name? Crow. Uh, Cameron. Cameron. He doesn't have the power, trust me. Hey, all right, so let's talk about this for a second. The reason I got you on is because I know you are a baseball purist, and I, oh, wanted, I, to I wanted to throw this out there. Dubs, I saw this on the Drudge Report. Allow me to read the article, um, if you will. Let's see. Um, let's see. Spider-Man 2 to appear on the bases in all Major League Baseball games. In a move that has purist howling, Major League Baseball has agreed to decorate its bases and pitching mound rubbers and on-deck circles with a spiderweb pattern as part of a promotion of the release of Spider-Man 2 next month. 
The superhero sequel is set to open in uh, theaters June 30th. Spider-Man 2 Weekend will start Friday, June 11th. And all 15 major league teams playing at home have agreed to participate for one or more games, the Wall Street Journal has reported. The deal is baseball's latest attempt to develop a splasher uh, in the, as far as national marketing goes. It's an ultra-competitive sports entertainment environment. You have to take risks. That's according to the MLB uh, Executive Vice President for Business. I cannot believe that baseball, the probably the purest, the oldest game in the United States of America, is now going to start whoring itself out to Spider-Man 2 of all things. That's sad, man. When you go back, uh, there was a time in this country where it was baseball, boxing, and horse racing. And while horse racing and boxing still exist, baseball is still at the national forefront. And it's sad to me. I mean, it's Spider-Man of all people. At least if it was Mel Gibson's passion, there would be some, you know, credibility to it. Yeah, could you imagine that? Could you imagine if there were crosses on all of the uh, on all of the bases around everywhere? This and is ridiculous, man. They're going to promote movies on the bases. What's next? Advertisements on uniforms. It happens in arena football, and it happens in soccer. You know what? If it happens in sports. Is dying. Anybody? Ah, so you said that uh, it used to be baseball, boxing, and horse racing, and all those have fallen except for baseball, and baseball is starting to slip now. It's no start, way. It's starting to slip hard, and you, you I, can't deny it. I will say that baseball is probably the strongest that it's been in the last 10 years with the greatest postseason maybe in the history of sports it, last it's year. It's strong to you, but if you look at all the... the, uh, the uh, Stadiums around the country, half of them are empty. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine, and they need. They need. I love how you throw it. Half of them are empty. Eight six six. I love that. By the way, but go ahead. I don't know and, why. Maybe I'm drunk. And no, you are. And they need to start making money somehow. No, but you know something? That's ridiculous because let's be honest. Let's be honest. Say, sport, a basketball that... team or a hockey team draws 20,000 people. It's a sellout, and that team is a success. A baseball team draws 20,000, and they're struggling. Why? Because these stadiums hold 40,000, 50,000 people. And the, you, you guys pay those players a huge amount they play of 162 games a year. I just it's... wonder, is this the beginning of the end? Is everything going to be sold? And how the far... beginning of the end was the, the, the steroids. You look at Barry Bonds, you look at Sammy Sosa, you look at Mark McGuire. So look at Sammy Sosa, number one. There is no doubt in my mind that this man can hit a baseball. There's no question about it. He's very talented. No With or without doubt. drugs, he's probably one of the best. But you look at him from last year and look at him now, his legs are smaller. And the number one giveaway is look at these men's heads. These men's heads were huge last year, and now they're back to normal people. Barry Bonds, the same way. Hey, Who let me cares? let me say let me say about this too. I, 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 as Who far cares as the, if people take steroids? I would rather see a big group of people on steroids out there playing because it would be a oh, more entertaining that's the game. Most anti-Christ statement I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. It would be a more entertaining game. You cannot deny that. I would agree with that. I'm actually all for steroids. Oh, to be perfectly be honest with you. No, man, I like. There's to only see... one sport where steroids belong, and that's pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big fan of pro wrestling. Uh, Ryan, welcome into the hideout. 
Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, baseball attendance is actually the highest it's been in a long time. That's what I'm telling Doug. But it doesn't matter. It's still dead. No, uh, baseball is actually coming back. I mean, it's, it's just not going to. It, it's going to fizzle out again like a bad fart. In fact, I say, I, I'll have to say this. I think it's NFL, then it's MLB, then it's basketball, and then way behind is hockey. I think hockey's in right, hockey, Hockey's done. But, uh, you know, as far as the steroids go, you know, Babe Ruth didn't have to play against, uh, you know, blacks or Latinos or anyone else. And they're talking about how the records don't count. Barry Bonds is hitting like 500. Steroids don't make you hit 500. All right, thank you for the phone call. Right? And let me stop that guy right there. I'm going to tell you right now, steroids aren't going to help you hit a baseball. However, as a baseball player, I will say this. When you make contact with a baseball, it's all about bat speed and strength. And if you're telling me steroids aren't going to help you hit a baseball farther, you're crazy. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you that this Spider-Man thing is more detrimental to the game of baseball than steroids. Because what does this Dave is a... not having to hit against blacks and Latinos have to do with it? Wa- the league was watered down. Oh, come on. You're telling me the league's not watered down now, J-Dubs? Come on. <laughs> yeah, because you guys keep on ripping the steroids out of their no, mouths. when Babe played, there were 12 to 15 teams in baseball. Mm, it doesn't seem like we're in slow motion right now. in baseball right now, and you'll see watered Boy. down my ass. You'll see hey, the be- best of the best. Before we let you go, I want we're going to call Alan's voicemail, and I want you to leave him a message about how he should hire you. Who's Alan? <laughs> the general manager. All right, general manager, let's do it. All right, hold on a second. People want to continue to talk about this. I can't believe people aren't outraged by the fact that Spider-Man logos are going to be all over Major Nobody League should. Baseball. Hey, Steve. called about that. Steve, yeah, welcome into the hideout. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think you're right. There's a lot of more advertising there should be, but you, know, you look at rivals like the Red Sox and the Yankees, and I think it's just... Baseball's greater than I think it's ever been. And the playoff last year. Let's take that though for a second. You got the Bo Sox and the Yankees playing, and they're playing on bases that are wrapped in spiderweb logos. That doesn't bother you at all? No. Why would it? The games hasn't changed. But it doesn't. Oh change. come on. The game hasn't changed. It looks like we'll basketball. Movie, Who cares? Go see the movie, you comic book geek. <laughs> I don't. I didn't see the first one. Get you dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. Why are you picking Spider-Man of all things? I don't care. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Comic book nerds, they're not going to go see baseball or vice versa. Because no, no one's seeing baseball. And how would they do a logo for something like the day after tomorrow? Are they just People gonna... watch baseball. Are they going to put I'll tell you what, if, if anybody uh, in the listening audience just happened saw YouTube to Philadelphia and Toronto in overtime last night, for the five minutes that it went in overtime, that's every reason why you should watch hockey. Darcy Tucker hit Sammy right, Cap nobody the cares about so that. hard that he was knocked out. And did he lay on the bench, on the ice? No, he mm-hmm. got up and Man. stumbled to the bench. You know what? You guys have no reason to be outraged until they're wearing Spider-Man uniforms while they're playing. That, yeah, well, that's probably coming. Slippery slope. And, in fact, you talked about the logos on the uniforms. That did happen. Ralph Nader is actually upset about that because it happened whenever the uh, the Devil Race and the Yankees played over in Tokyo. So it's starting already, my friends. In fact, what if, like, in basketball, in the basketball, they change the basketball to, like, the Target logo? You know what oh, I mean? Man. Where it's, like, a white ball with the red bullseye on it. 
Well, I'd probably I'll tell you one thing. I, I don't ever want to see that in football, basketball, hockey, or baseball. But if it were to happen in any of those sports, I would hope that in this country, baseball would be the absolute last. And it sickens me that they're the first ones to do something like this. All right, should, how about this? We, we want to get Shafee out here. Do you think it's a good idea to have him call Allen? Yeah, hell yeah. Let me talk to Al. <laughs> oh, Call him Al, too, please. <laughs> Say hey, pal. What's his last name? Linewand. Linewand. Limelong? Uh, yeah. All right, wait. Is this a good idea? Yeah, it's, it's a good idea. Come on. Let's I'm a fire it up. All right, hold on a second. I need you to write down, though, Dubs. I can't give I need you to write down what uh, the extension is for me. It should be right there in Just front dial of the number and let me talk. But he don't say anything stupid because we actually would like you to join no, us. I'm not going to say anything stupid. And I'm don't make us something. sound like we're don't make us sound like we're big rock stars or anything. Just oh, just hell no. I'm going to tell it like it is. Just pitch yourself, okay? Tell him I'm miserable. I oh, hold on a second. Did I do the wrong one? Yeah. All right, let me try this again. Dial the number. What what are you trying to? Four four four. Why is it not letting me on 444? It should let you on You try it over there. Come on, man. The bar's closing. That's <laughs> all. You have plenty of time. My buzz is wearing off. All right. You know what? There's some, it's not working. I tell no, you what. make it work. No. I want to leave a message to him. You know what? Let me say this. Oh, you know what? All right. We got the wrong one. All right. Let's try this one more time. Make it work. All right. Here we go. Maybe... Alan no that, longer that's works That's ridiculous. Here. I tell you what this is, Shafee. This is fate. This is Why fate. is it fate? This is fate saying for some reason we can't connect oh, with you. I gave you the wrong one. We can't connect you. I gave you, you the wrong one, he said. I'm not interested in doing this yeah, anymore. Yeah, let's do it. No, I want to do it. Jay Dubs, you're right. Hooked it. Connect me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more time. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Christ. You going to answer? No, you, you just start. You say, hey, this is Shafee. You remember me from the hideout. The Skankshift. Skankshift.com. Pitch yourself. Don't be stupid, though. It's not going to be stupid. Come on. Hello, this is Alan Linewand, Infinity Broadcasting. Such a bad idea. I'm unavailable right now, so please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a nice day. I'll record your message at the tone. When you're finished, hang up or stay on the line for further options. Allie, Alan, Al boy, what's up? It's Shafee calling you from Detroit, Michigan. I'm a friend of Hefe and Dubs from the Hot House. You remember me. I came out to D.C. one time. Look, man, I got to be honest with you. I got to shoot from the hip. I'm broke. I'm living in my dad's basement, and I'm underappreciated at WRIF in Detroit. I need to come out to D.C. to help the Hot House get to where they need to be, the show that will revolutionize American radio. You give me a call. Let's make the deal happen. Get me out to the nation's capital. Come Come on, Alan, let's do it. I'll give you a back rub. I don't care. Hook me up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, hold on. Thank you. All right, let's see. If you'd like to add to your message, enter one. To listen to it, two. To re record, enter pound. All right, more options. Give me more options. Thank you. Your message has been... Ah, oh, did I miss it? If you need further assistance, enter... Oh, I missed it. I think I was supposed to press two there. Oh, well. Well, good job, Shafee. 
That was okay, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. shooting from the hip. I, I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Let's make the deal happen. All right, man. Well, we'll talk to you later. Good appearance um, tonight. $750,000 a year would be my minimum. <laughs> Shut up. Make it happen. I'll talk to you. All right. Hey, man, you guys, good luck. I'm seriously so happy for you guys. I really do hope to come out there, but congratulations. I know we're going to take over the world. All right. Viva. Peace. 5,000. Radiohideout.com. Learn about Shafee there under Names and Know. Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. I think we just ruined any shot of ever bringing Shafee out here. No, nah, I think I think you'll like it. You think so? He always likes his favorite messages. Yeah, whenever we had Bateman WJF dialing or whatever it was. WJF gay. WJF gay dialing. Oh, Dubs, this is something I wanted to run by you real quick. How much time do? What do you think about this idea? We have the Slurpees to give away. Yeah. What do you think about doing the Slurpee sack attack? Okay. What this is, is that we wrap ourselves in saran wrap and dip ourselves in the new Sierra Mist Slurpee from 7-Eleven. Okay? Whoever can stay in the longest is the winner. And that person wins oh, the Slurpees for a year. I, I was expecting something way more gay than that. Is that you think that, now, that we would have to be declothed in studio? Is this something that you'd be willing to do maybe Friday night? I'd do it. Really? Why not? Let's rock it. I don't know if I'm big enough, though. But we can try. We can try. The Slurpee Sack Attack, along with My Mama Did That, we'll do that Friday, our Mama's Day tribute. Uh, Other than that, thank you to everybody who joined us in the hideout tonight. Remember, RadioHideout.com. You can hit it up there. Dub's a good show, brother. I'll talk to you uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, 5,000. 5,000. He's a fag. Cubby's a virgin. Oh, 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 God, no more. No. <laughs> I'm on the gay side. J-Dubs is the worst person in the world. You pray on people, Cam.
this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins.